0: This is www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Jill. Hi, Fiona. How are you doing? You have a quote quote from a very handsome young man who's also a very famous actor and quite a a wise one, too. Yes, I've
1: been seeing things uh, that he puts out there on Facebook, and that's Keanu Reeves. Uh, And bits about him, bits story of his life and how caring... He is about things and people. He he has his heart in a really good place. And here's the quote uh, that I love that caught my eye the other day. Someone will always be prettier. Someone will always be smarter. Someone will always be younger, but they will never be you and we've talked about being who
0: we are quite a lot and you know coming from somebody who has it all mm-hmm. um you, you, to have that kind of wisdom is is very cool i think i mean he is very handsome very rich very famous very powerful and at the same time there's a wisdom that that he's he's found I'm sure he's been through a lot, like all the rest of us, and
1: he's he's found a wisdom within himself, and he's he's a very quiet person. He doesn't uh, party that mm. you know, like a lot of people in his profession might do uh, and seek attention. The attention that he seems to to get is his words of wisdom. So mm. it's almost like having um, uh, you know, a a really beautiful spiritual person in in our midst who who we see on the screen doing the Matrix series and various things. But um, I'm very impressed with him. And this quote is very like the Oscar Wilde, which I love which is be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And but that one came from Socrates originally. Was it? Yes. Okay, all right. Oh,
0: wow, I have to look up, look that up. But That'd I think be... he had it. Um, oh,
1: oh, anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. I can't remember
0: the exact same. Well,
1: we'll <laughs> find it. But the way Keanu Reeves puts it, um, to me, talks directly to, all right, somebody will always be prettier than you. Always. Yes, than me, than
0: me. And, and if then, if I mean, like because you get the pinnacle people. We've talked about this a lot, but I think it, it's really worth looking at again because it's something so ingrained in us mm-hmm. that I think the more we talk about it, the more it goes into us and the more we absorb it and become that truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at the actresses and the actors, not him, but other actors and actresses, who have identified with being beautiful, it it is just so difficult for them to age, for example.
1: Unless you're someone like Paul Newman. You know, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, who did so much for so many people, and Newman's own, and helping the environment and all that. And boy, both of them, husband and wife, were considered absolutely beautiful, but what that wasn't their focus in, in life was being the prettiest, the uh, handsomest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's important. So the next one he says is...
0: I want to just ask yes. this one
1: question. Sure. Though. It just
0: come to mind. Yeah. Ask ourselves, if I am insecure, and pretty much everybody is to some degree,
1: mm-hmm.
0: ask myself, what is it that I'm trying to make different for me why am I what am I wanting to be different in so is it that I think I should be better looking is it that I think I should be smarter is it that I think I should have more money ask yourself that question so then you can sit with it and be mindful as you're walking through your day and you're able to then move beyond beyond it brilliant so what
1: was the second section Someone will always be smarter. Yes, always, yeah. even, always. Yes,
0: and and if it, it, it's so, you get somebody like Einstein, who I don't think he cared about being the smartest because he was also very wise. It almost and, flunked out of school. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's it. the deal. So did a lot mm-hmm. of people, and a lot of the the smartest people do. And um I think with that they are always somebody else is always disproving their scientific thing or you know, you get this brilliant student who does this or so this you can never be even if you're the top, like that guy who had the top IQ in the world, I think one hundred eighty nine was the top or one ninety was the top ever registered. Not that IQs mean anything really, but um you know there's always going to be somebody else who ups them mm-hmm. you know you run a mile then somebody runs 1.1 miles and so the more that we try to chase that the more that we try to 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 become those people who have done it or or feel like we're inadequate because we haven't it's it's hard on us it's hard on our lives sometimes i think
1: I have to reframe it when something like this comes to me. I, you know, mm. say someone will always be smarter, as Keanu Reeves puts it. Um, I would instead of saying oh, that person is smarter than me, as as if as uh, comparing myself with somebody who's smarter than me. That's the comparison thing. Um, and thinking I, I like to think, of course, most people are smarter than me in, in reality, but I think if I say I really admire that the, the 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 cleverness, the smartness the smartness of this person is amazing. It shifts something within us rather than saying that person's smarter than me. Oh.
0: Okay. Or that piece. And and some people get almost angry when they find that they don't have something somebody else has, or if they feel like it's almost a criticism of them. So, what we have oh, to... Oh,
1: comparisons are odious, as yes. the quote goes. And
0: somebody, many people have said, you know, that all the flowers in the garden don't try to be the other flowers, mm-hmm. like a rose doesn't, well, roses. One of the pinnacles, but forget me, that doesn't want to be a rose. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, we live so much of our lives wanting to be something we're not. Or wanting to be the way people want us to be, and, and you know, again, we've talked about this so many times, but I think it bears saying again and again in different ways, because first of all, we we it's like this. Barry Long always said the first way we do is we understand it in our mind and we get it intellectually, and that's the most dangerous time, because we're not then we don't become flexible to keep getting deeper and deeper knowledge of that mm. thing. We tend to say, "Oh, I know that." Mm-hmm. Instead of just stopping and saying, let me listen again and let me go it deeper and let me absorb it even more. And I, I think uh, this this is an ultimate truth, which is I am who I am and I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one. That is me. Mm-hmm. There's never another flower like me. No. There's never going to be another flower exactly mm-hmm. like me. I mean, we're all very similar, but
1: not exactly like me. But that's what gives the garden its beauty yes it's all the all the varieties and again going back to the comparison thing um, I you know I, I, in my mind I, I try to go back and back and back you know it's that long lens the pull back pull back hmm. let's go back through centuries let's go back to maybe in my mind's eye the beginning of the emergence of people coming together, living together, and not just going around in little pods of, you know, of, so it becomes more of a social and an integrative working together, perhaps. Um, where, where did it come? This, this is one of the ponderings I like to do. Where did comparisons then become... So judging, oh, that person's smarter than me. I'm going back thousands of years, and it's, why, that person can really lift the heavy stuff. That person is really good at starting a fire.
0: That person is the strongest person, and they can, they can get the And this the
1: biggest- one needs knows how to get the food for us to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, we all have a gift within us. Um, and way back thousands of years ago, I believe survival was the key, so everybody was honored for the gifts they had. I, I, You know, I can't believe that it, there was a time where people got angry with each other because that person did it better and looked better, you know? Uh, yeah, I think that... Where did this come from? What... Part of our lives did it come from where we start comparing ourselves to others?
0: Maybe it came originally from the ones that could get the best partners because they were the toughest or they were the, you know, maybe it came from the best hunter got got the most accolades. I don't know. I guess that's just a question. But I think for us, we have to realize that when we're not ourselves, when, when we feel like we've got to be different than we are, we feel like there's, that you know that we've got to uh, try to be the best at something, then, I mean, as far as what he just said, I think then that stops us from being able to be not only who we are, but to be our best. Because mm-hmm. if you're following somebody else because you're fearful and not because of an inspiration... I think you get lost.
1: Well, I like what you said a few minutes ago about today. Think about what it is that... How did you put it? Uh, what it is that you feel that you're lacking, that you've you, you got to make up somehow... You, you why
0: where and why should you be different i mean you know yeah. what is it that i should be different in and where and uh, because it, sometimes it's very hidden and we're not really aware that i mean many times we're aware that we don't think we look good enough or we're not pretty enough or handsome enough or thin enough or fat enough whatever it is that we think we should be usually not fat these days but um so if if we can ask ourselves you know when that comes up instead of getting really tense about it can I relax and say I am who I am and I'm enough and uh, let me just be me I can take steps to change things that I want to change but until they
1: change let me just be me absolutely
0: it's not about
1: changing and whatever we feel we need to change it's not going to be done for us Mm-hmm. It's something we take responsibility for and, and do for ourselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of the time, uh, for I used to do some shamanic work years ago, and I used to do quite a lot of um, energy work on people, helping them to to heal themselves through energy. And um, I remember one person, because I've always, always encouraged people to do the work with me on themselves and not just myself, and one person came to me, and they were very disappointed because they wanted just somebody to wave a wand and it all to be finished. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that was disempowering for people to have that done, to have people do it for you. Takes yeah. gives gives me the power, and I become the one person. I can I remember used to bring me things, tell me that I was this amazing guru, and I used to always say no, no. This is the this is not so because we did it together, and mm-hmm. that's what I've always tried to do. And so we have to ask ourselves are we giving a piece of ourselves away because we think this person is bigger or better or more mm-hmm. important or more right mm-hmm. and if that is so how can i be okay in me i can still get their guidance and help mm-hmm. but not give myself away
1: i think part of it is to find what what is what is your gift what is your talent what what is your in some sense your purpose here to share and I, I've always believed myself that a, it, when we find our purpose in life, it's to share it with others. This yeah. is the the, the the Native American giveaway sense, it, that your gift doesn't become you until you share your gift with others. Then it becomes, becomes you. I think so many of us are wandering around, only comparing ourselves because we don't know who it is we are.
0: Absolutely, yes. Or, no, you're right, the gift. And the gift can be something simple. It could be... Yes. It doesn't have to be like um, Keanu Reeves being a major movie star. Uh, It it could be be that you are a really good
1: something. I mean... um, Well, you look at Mother Teresa. I, I mean, she had no fame for the longest time what she did was she saw what was needed and she had the compassion and the kindness Uh, without having a penny to her name no way to feed herself clothe herself but to look after others who were worse off than her and this whole movement starts around her she just had in her heart I need to care for these people.
0: Well, if you, and also if you look at Amma, the hugging mother, Mm -hmm. she was thrown out of her house at 15, I think, because she talked too much. Um, And I guess in that time in India, where she was, it wasn't acceptable. Um, So she was on the streets. And she just was so inspired to hug people. I mean, nowadays you couldn't run up and hug anybody anymore because of the Me Too movement in the United States, anyway. But I think she had this whole thing where she just loved to hug people, and she would go around hugging people. And because she was such, had such clarity, and that would seem such a small thing, such a small gift, is to give a hug. She she became she has become this huge master teacher now because her hugs are so transformational
1: yes that's that's so true and I'd like to add a little bit when we talk about the Me Too movement um, the way Ama will hug somebody there's no not a chance that anybody's going to misinterpret it yeah. so I for those of us who are huggers natural huggers um, don't be cowed by uh, that that aspect of the Me Too movement that says you're going to be sued because you're, you're inappropriate if it is for me it's very natural to you know, I, I, I don't just go out and hug people but I'll open my arms and usually people will come straight in and i hug them because hugs are important we should all have at least <laughs> at least 16 hugs
0: <laughs> and and then, again, when we look at Amma or look at what you're saying, uh, we have a gift at hugging. Mm-hmm. Many people would say that's just such a simple thing. How could that be important? Mm-hmm. But it changes people's lives because as you give them a hug, and I saw you giving a hug at the cancer center to one of the cleaners, mm-hmm. and she just brightened up, her little mm-hmm. face just really shone when she'd had the hug and you recognized her and acknowledged her and gave her a hug. So something like a hug can just yeah. be an amazing thing to
1: share. Yeah. And uh, it can be a great gift. And it's a and it's way that we connect the, with the heart of each other. And I have, um, my niece has a a special needs little girl who has Rett syndrome. We might have talked about her before. So um, she has... No way of using her arms or legs. She can't speak. She communicates with her eyes, and that is the gift that she has brought in. She's the most popular girl in school. <laughs> she has boyfriends, and she's—I—I I, I think she's 13 now—in uh, a wheelchair, and she's using her gift, which is communicating with her eyes. Um, people understand what what it is. She's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. And so there's her gift. Mm -hmm. She has nothing else, but there's her gift. And that's a wonderful gift, and Mm -hmm. and people really, I'm sure, get moved by it. Oh, well, she changes people's lives. Mm -hmm. You know, she walks, uh, she's wheeled in a wheelchair down State Street in Santa Barbara, and people, her mother doesn't even know, walk by and say, hey, Sorrell, how you doing? Looking good today and your tie dye i see you know that so she's you know uh she, without words without doing, being able to do anything or go anywhere without the help of somebody else or pick up something or she's she's made her gifts known so yes it could be small stuff it could be huge stuff and Rightly so. We don't all need to be huge, and we don't all need to be small. We need to be exactly who we are.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so if you feel to write a little poem, or if you feel to draw a picture, don't even worry if people are going to think it's good. It's like they don't have to, nobody has to approve of it. Again, I I used to do that as a kid to balance myself, which was draw nature and I'm not an artist really by now I mean everybody's an artist but I wouldn't have been considered to be grand art or anything Mm -hmm. but it really soothed me and it was my gift to myself was to do that drawing of an evening when I got back from school and so you know your gift may not be visible to everybody else somebody probably will see it but
1: it'll be visible to you and if you're aware if you're someone who is out there who says, I don't have a gift, I've never had a gift, I'm just plodding along. So my suggestion would be today, stop telling yourself that and think about it and open yourself up, open your heart up and open your mind up and allow, allow the the nature of your gift to start seeping in. And, mm-hmm. and then you'll begin to realize what it is,
0: and the smile can help that too. Oh yeah! If you keep every so often just a, a smile here and there, just lightens us up. And as we do that, we become more conscious of what our gifts are and what what we ha- what we have to share with mm-hmm. the planet and with ourselves. It's not just sharing with other people; it's about sharing
1: with ourselves as yeah. well. Exactly. That's what the giveaway is. So can I do do, do the quote again? Someone will always be prettier. Someone will always be smarter. Someone will always be younger. But they won't be you.
0: Thanks, Keanu Reeves. www.earthtriberadio.com
1: Your home on planet Earth.